Whole Lot of BS podcast presented by Revolution Sports Performance. Today we take a look at part three of our series on uh, off-season throwing titled Should I Shut Down? Uh, today we're going to look specifically at workload considerations and we're going to use a senior and a sophomore to provide some examples about how different uh, workload workloads can vary over a two-year period. Uh, we want to stop uh, taking random breaks and having athletes think about just short time periods where they don't have games and, and randomly shut it down, but instead look at the schedule from a two to three year period and say, how many innings did I throw last year? How many do I project in the next year? And when would be the best time for me to take a break if there is time for me to take a break? Um, the other main thing we want you guys to get out of this is that individualization is, is very important here. And uh, we need to look at each case on an a individual basis and not just make generalizations um, because people have different goals, people are in different areas of development. And so we want to make sure that we're helping each athlete the best we can and not just painting a picture with um, a broad stroke and not actually getting down into the nitty gritty. So hopefully going through some of these examples will give you an idea about how different um, two workloads can be over a couple years. Uh, I'm approaching this today in a little bit more of aggressive stance. Some of that is to counteract the norms. Um, and some of that is just to provide a different mindset of uh, development. I mean, we've mentioned it before, it's really hard to get better at throwing a baseball if you're not throwing a baseball. Uh, and if you are someone that really wants to play college baseball and you're a junior and you're sitting 78, right or left-handed, it's going to be harder to do. So, um, you know, that's someone that may need to be more aggressive. And I want to present that point instead of just blindly saying, no, uh, Pitch Smart says shut down, we're going to shut down. Um, so, again, we want to take these uh, examples um, as generalizations and uh, then break it down from there. There are only gray areas. There are no black and white areas here. Um, and we just want to look at it from each person's point of view. So, um, as always, if you have questions about your individual circumstances, please email or DM us. Uh, reach out in some capacity and we would be happy to help. Today for our series, Should I Shut Down? We're going to uh, be in part three, talking about workload consideration. We're going to piggyback a lot off last week, uh, dive deeper into the fact of like, do you actually need to shut down? And look at a lot of the factors that go into that process. Um, and we want to look at workload consideration as far as like a two to three year cycle. So if we're looking at this year and next year, obviously that would be 2021 and 2022. Um, a big part of this is making your throwing program more and more personal uh, along with your throwing calendar and understanding what your workload is going to be for the previous year and the past year and not just going off of a blanket uh, general statement um, from uh, even if it's a trusted source and we'll talk about those in a second. Uh, so what we want to do is look back on the year that just happened and reflect on the amount of innings you threw. So uh, last year we used an example of a senior pitcher or, or a pitcher that's going into a senior year, so a junior pitcher going into a senior year, um, someone that would have thrown a lot of innings in the spring for his varsity team, um, and then he would have thrown a good bit for summer and probably a few in fall, totaling about 100 innings pitched. Um, and if we look at that number 100, that is the, the max recommended number by PitchSmart, which is um, what MLB recommends. Uh, Dr. Andrews is someone that kind of came up with these guidelines through uh, his research and seeing the guys that got injured um, and, and making some recommendations based off that. And he also recommends three to four months off uh, for any uh, 13 to 18 year olds. 
uh, for that number. So that's again, 100 innings pitch for 13 to 18 year olds max in a 12 month uh, span. So um, for this senior, he's committed to a big time school. He doesn't have to be ready until middle of February to really ramp it up uh, and be ready to, to, to start games in, in most parts of the country. Um, again, we're in Orlando, Florida, so going off of, of the schedule down here, he would really need to be ready by middle of February. Uh, so he has a longer span that he can take off and he also needs to spend uh, less time in the developmental phases like we talked about if you're a sophomore and you're uncommitted then um, there are some areas of either velocity command pitch design those sort of things where you have to throw in order to improve those uh, areas so if you have the senior um, he's throwing 100 innings pitched in in the previous year uh, he's going in the spring he's probably going to throw around 70 innings for his uh, varsity baseball team Summer will be dependent on, on the school and what's going on there. Most guys that are going to Power 5 schools do not play summer baseball. They go to school early, they train there, uh, and they're on some type of throwing program at their school. And then he'd probably throw another 20 to 30 innings in the fall for inner squads, um, which would put him again at another 100 innings. So for his two-year stretch, uh, he would be around uh, 200 innings pitch total. Um, and if you compare that back to the uh, uncommitted sophomore that's going into his junior year. We said that sophomore probably threw around 50 innings uh, in 2021. If uh, most high schools are like anything like the high schools here in Orlando, the seniors get a majority of the innings. So if he goes into spring this year, uh, so this will be his first year on, on varsity, he would you know, project probably to be 15 innings max. And then summer, looking at probably another 30 and fall around 20, so that'd be a total of 65 in 2022. Uh, again, way below that 100 inning max mark um, suggested by PitchSmart. Um, and then his two-year running max would be, again, 50 from 2021, 65 uh, 2022, which will give you 115. So uh, you can see the disparity uh, in the workload between these two guys and how different their off-season should look. Um, and again, that's where we want to get to, to everyone help, helping understand you that your career is your career. And if you don't take ownership for it, then you're not going to maximize uh, your ceiling or reach your full potential. If you are the sophomore kid, you cannot follow the same advice that the senior is doing. If you're the senior, you should not be on the same game plan that the sophomore is doing. Those things should be um, very different and look very different based off of the amount of work you've done and your skill level. Um, Innings pitch is not probably the best guideline to go by. Uh, it's kind of, it unfortunately, is the most used. And so um, when we're speaking language of, of workload, it's kind of most understood. Uh, you should go deeper into what you've done and, and your performance based on uh, pitch count and understanding things like uh, when you're accumulating innings and how much you're, um, you're throwing. Uh, you know, for instance, if you throw one inning, you can throw 25 pitches or you can throw eight. Those are two very different innings. If you throw a lot of high-stress innings, whether that means that you're in a playoff game or there's constantly runners in scoring position, uh, those innings are going to be completely different. If you throw 12 innings in three days, that's very different than throwing 12 innings over 10 days. So understanding all these different factors certainly play in to uh, your overall stress that you're putting on your body and the wear and tear and should factor into these um, decisions as well as far as if you're going to shut down or not. Uh, so we have all this information. Uh, what do we do with it? Well, we want to um, create a schedule based on, again, more information, a two-year plan or a three-year plan to, um, 
to get to a point where you can say, all right, this is where I shut down. This is where I have enough time to do the proper shutdown. I have the 14 weeks doing, during this part of my schedule, or um, I only have six weeks. Maybe I should keep throwing lightly during this part of my schedule uh, and understand it and take a much, uh, much more of like a 10,000 foot view instead of just looking and saying like, oh, I don't play again for six weeks. Maybe I should stop throwing. If you understand all of the different factors, you understand uh, where you are in your developmental scheme. If you understand how many things you've thrown over the last couple of years, if you understand your actual baseball schedule, which we'll talk about next year for high school and middle schools and how the years kind of uh, flow on a normal basis, then you will be able to make a much uh, more educated um, decision on your throwing schedule. And then that should obviously help your development. Uh, the other thing with this is to understand that uh, if you are a high schooler and your dream is to play college baseball, you have a limited amount of time to improve. So if you're a sophomore that needs to improve, uh, then shutting down may not be the answer because you're not good enough to shut down. Uh, and you need to work on developing in, in order to have a chance to play past high school. Uh, and while it's fine and dandy that we have these guidelines, we have these suggestions, again, we talked about this last week, it's really hard to get better at throwing a baseball when you're not throwing a baseball. So if you're not great to begin with and you're 15 years old and you take two months off of not throwing a baseball going into your junior year when you have to play a, a new level of varsity uh, and compete at a higher level, then you're not giving yourself much chance to improve um, and your chances of playing college baseball are getting smaller and smaller. So um, we understand the risk of injury going into this and, and that should be all accounted for in your training. Hopefully you're working with someone that, that's taking these things in consideration and, and understands all the different aspects. Uh, but again, you know, it's, it's great to take time off and follow these guidelines, but from an athlete's perspective, it doesn't do any good if it means that they're not going to have the chance to play at the next level. So um, make sure that you understand all these things. Please reach out if you have any questions. Uh, we'd be happy to, to give you some, some general advice, um, or if you come and train with us, these are the sort of things that we look at and take into consideration with uh, both our uh, weightlifting and throwing programs. Um, but, but understand that this is your career and you have to know all the different factors involved and you have to make decisions that, um, you know, that are going to affect the outcome of your career and blindly following one guideline or, or blindly or uh, randomly doing one thing or, or another, uh, is not going to help you in the long term. Um, and so generating that plan will obviously give you a much better chance of success.